Hi, this is Vanessa Sunshine. Hi, this is Alicia. Hi, I'm Georgia Love. I'm Osha Ginsburg. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, you are on the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. What do you do with an arts degree? I'm still not sure I know. I skipped three years worth of lectures just to binge watch awful shows. There must be some scholarship for accruing worthless knowledge. It's my only talent, honey. That and losing money. Let your excess hex debts rest and then just join us while we start on our bachelor. Welcome back to the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. The Bachelor Australia podcast that asked the question, Xavier, how has it taken them nine seasons to film a pilot episode? <laughs> the Americans did it a, f- a few seasons ago as well. It's clever. There's something in the air. <laughs> oh, Lord. My name is Max Quinn. Locating the exits here and here and blowing the whistle for attracting attention Attached by flimsy string to his life jacket is Xavier Rebetsky Noonan. Hi, Xavier. Hello. Trying to attract as much attention as possible. (laughs) 2021. Let's get it. So much to come on this episode, including our first impressions of the brand new Batchy, as well as some suggestions for new contestant types. That's right. We are going to do casting and productions job for them because God help us all. There was just a dearth of interesting people on the show last year. So for 2021, your uh, fearless, batchy interlocutors are here to solve the problem for 2021 later in the show. Mm-hmm. First, Xavi, how the hell are you? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, can't complain. Uh, you know, this coronavirus is a bit <laughs> sticking in the mud. You know what I mean? Yeah, look, uh, we meet under auspicious circumstances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, there's as, a virus. As everyone does. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, things are pretty good. Yeah. Doing pretty well. Um, I'm, what, what am I doing? Nothing. Tell the listeners about your batchy break. Oh, well, okay. So, um, the other day I watched the Sia music movie, the movie music. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, very, very bad. Oh yeah. So that's what I've been up to. How about okay. you? Well, yeah. last season you watched Cats in your break. Yeah, that movie's fun. Yeah. Okay, it. cool. Yeah. So look, you're on a downward trajectory and, um, I'm sorry to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Look, no, things are fine for me. Um, I built a studio here in my house since the last time that you and I recorded a pod. What do you think of the new surroundings? It looks great. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds good too. Well, listeners ready, ready for this crystalline quality. You're hearing it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm getting close let's to the, the microphone. Let's do the THX noise. <laughs> I don't know what that is. And now I'm perfect thirds. Uh, no, it's an octave. Never mind. Got to no, go. It's no good. Uh, yeah, no, things are good here. We are so excited to be back with you listeners for what will become a sporadic series of podcasts leading up to The Bachelor debuting in, let's say, May, do you reckon? Yeah, it's always a bit unclear, um, but we decided we waited probably too long or at least long enough. Yeah. Um, and we just kind of wanted to get back into the swing of things. Uh, and also to give you hungry little mouths a little something to chew on. That's it. You know, we are um, preparing for liftoff with our new bachelor, Jimmy Nicholson. I'm ready. I've got the spiel on everything that we know so far about him, and then I want to get your first impression, all right? So let's, I mean, 
first things first. Yes. I like that we probably, assuming, I don't know what research you've done, but we don't really know that much about him. I know a limited amount. Yeah. He is not a professional sports athlete. He is not a... What else have we had? Two people. Yeah. <laughs> he's not He's not someone we know from the show before. He's not an existing celebrity. He's not from the TV show Pop Stars um, <laughs> and a series of ads for seemingly both Menulog and Uber Eats, which seems insane. Good on her. Get the bag, girl. I guess so. Yeah, get the bag is right. Get the bag with the food inside it. Um, do you reckon that means she also, she would probably get paid like half money and half app credit right? oh definitely that's yeah i would write that into my contract Ooh, for sure that's sweet that's mm. like that's like good money you want that sweet eats money yeah 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 we should launch our own here's an idea okay i'm gonna take as long as i need to here um if we launch our own food delivery app network service yes and it becomes a bit of a thing mm-hmm. we could get sophie monk on the podcast Hey, this is a nice and roundabout way to go about it. Right. And you we can, know that I like taking the path less traveled. Yeah. This is like a Nathan for you sort of like situation yeah. where it's like if we trick her into thinking that she's recording voiceover for a commercial, but it actually takes like an hour and a half and it's mostly about what it was like to be the bachelorette. We're rich, baby. Yeah. I no, so, Suddenly I'm feeling a little bit less comfortable. With it, <laughs> um, eat the me, rich. Eat the rich. Yeah. 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 Uh, or at least feed them. Yeah. Well, it's hard to say at yeah. this point. Tell he me is. a little bit about Jimmy. He is a pilot. Yes. He is a model. Okay. He has a bachelor's degree. Love that. Same as us. We are the same people. Very hot. <laughs> yeah. Very hot. Uh, know how to fly a plane. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I noticed that he flies for Qantas. And Jetstar. Oh, and Jetstar. Interesting. Yeah. Because I thought the Qantas thing was a specific, like, well, we're not going to pick some, like, slum plane flyer. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. No, He's I not... think that Qantas is the company that owns Jetstar. That makes so sense. So you would probably say, um, much in the same way as that I don't say that I work for Triple J, I say that I work for the bigger brand, the ABC. Sure. Yes. You know? Yeah. But does that mean, because I've basically never flown a Qantas plane, maybe... In my youth, and oh no, once a few years ago when I went internationally, mm-hmm. but I fly with the other one, Jetstar, all the time. Right. I actually mostly fly with Tiger Air, and now they don't exist anymore. Kind of rough. But there's a non-zero chance that either or both of us have been flown by Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, which is staggering. That makes him probably, if I if I think about it, the the bachelor who has flown me in a plane the most times. Look, I'll I'll give you that. Yeah. Let me raise you this. Mm-hmm. He's spoken directly to us. Wait, wait, what? This is your pilot speaking. He is oh, the bachelor true. who is most likely to have spoken directly to one of the two that's of us. That's true. We've had some we've had some great guests on the show. We've had some contestants. Yep. We've had people who have appeared yep. on the show, um, people within the ecosystem of the show. We have never had direct contact, 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 or contact from the bachelor themselves. That's true. And uh, look, I'm really excited that Jimmy is our gets to be our first and yeah. the nation's first pilot. Did as you happen well. to get a recording of when he spoke to us? No, no, no. Flatly no. No, no, no. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, he was laid off because of COVID, weren't we all? Oh, God. Yep. And uh, last year, allegedly, he dated Bella Varellis. Oh, mm. that's interesting. So that is that all you know? Because that's more than I knew. This uh, So there are two other things. Mm-hmm. Firstly... I am suspicious that he might be grown up Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. <laughs> I've heard that about myself though. <laughs> I'm actually, that's one of the like celebrity lookalikes that I've been given most frequently. Because <laughs> I'm a little nerd. I've mm-hmm. got uh, high up brown hair. 
and a and rocket. A, a lot of forehead. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm, okay. Mm. Um, and the other thing is that he is um, of New Zealand and Fijian heritage. Yeah. So the show has cast a person of color, the first yeah. one since Blake Garvey, to be in the leading role uh, in the Bachelor franchise in Australia. And credit where credit is due. Good job, show. Yes. I want to say, like, finally, and I don't want to, like, give them too much applause for it, but also, sure. like, they didn't not do it again. Is mm. kind of it's kind of the basis of my congratulations. But that's great. Like it's yeah. something that the people have been clamoring for, yeah. and the visibility is in and of itself a big deal. You know, but I saw a headline that was like, um, "The Bachelor Australia has finally cast its first diverse bachelor," and I'm like, "That is not how diversity works. That's not yeah you can't yeah be one person who is diverse, right?" And it's also not true because Blake was a person of color. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the it's, it's also not the whole deal, right? Yeah. Like um. Ten and their related properties now have the responsibility of making this not tokenistic. Yes, and and um, I am not up to speed with the U.S. Bachelor, but I know that um, this is a very racially charged atmosphere for the Bachelor in twenty twenty one. Yeah, I think Chris Harrison has had to step away from the U.S. show. Yeah, I mean, do you know anything about that? Yeah, situation? look. So my base level of understanding of it is that there was a contestant on this season who had photos surfaced of her attending the equivalent of like a white pride rally um, a few years ago. Mm. And then Chris Harrison, the bachelor sort of gave her a platform and was like, Hey, let's talk about it. Why did you do this? Which is not the way to go into it. Yeah. He is, he is a very, he's a real like mediator, I guess. In yeah. That yeah. For sure. Yeah. And that's something that typically is a good aspect of like, and, and something I like more about Chris Harrison than say Osha mm-hmm. is that he is involved and yes. that he is, you know, trying to start conversations and that sort of thing, but also um, that was not inappropriate. <laughs> right. We're, yeah, stretch. we're not here to hold space for racists. No, of course not. So the way that the show has done this before, right, mm. and we have seen people of color on the show and we talk about how there needs to be uh, greater diversity to reflect the diverse population of this country. Yeah. Um, and we've seen them do it really well before with Batchy contestants like Brooke from the Honey Badger season. True. The way that she was represented uh, was was really cool, mm-hmm. I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've also seen them do it really poorly before when they pull shit like um, having a bunch of culturally diverse men on the show to do a traditional dance for mm. the purposes of um, two white as A4 paper sisters from Newcastle gawking at them as if right. they are absurdities. Right, right. So I would imagine that that moment may have been one of the real motivators for them to strongly consider casting someone non-white for this season. Yeah, definitely. And I think the further that we get away from the last season of The Bachelorette, the more that I feel like it is just, it is by far the worst season of Mm. The Bachelorette Australia and maybe the worst season of Bachelor writ large in Australia. Yeah, I um, am very glad that I have forgotten a lot of it. Yeah. Um, And that I think I have subconsciously put a lot of distance between that and now you know like not just in the sense that we haven't done a podcast in a little while but in yep. the sense that like i think my mind knows to protect itself against those <laughs> memories okay so tell me um knowing this knowing mm. that you've wiped your brain and knowing also that there were no highlights so this is a mm. low stakes environment mm-hmm. Tell me who Ellie's third choice was after Joey and <laughs> Fraser you. with the awful tattooed necklace oh boy maybe it was someone i liked because I don't remember really liking either of those two. I don't know who yeah, it was. I, uh, oh, wait. No, it was the surfy boy. Remember, he was the geologist? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And Rock he was man. all right. People really liked him. Adam. He's now dating Miss Universe. Really? Yep. 
Who's Miss Universe? Uh, or like a former Miss Universe yeah, or something right. like that. Yeah, um, in, over in Perth. So good for him. First yeah. girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is tricky. <laughs> this quiz, I was not prepared for it. Who at all. came second for <laughs> Becky? <laughs> Oh, fuck you. Which one was Becky? Becky was the non-Ellie. The non-Ellie one, yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. No, okay, no. cool. Uh, yeah. The answer, I had to look it up, is Adrian. But I don't think I could even... Oh, God, fucking Adrian. <laughs> I don't think I could even keep it straight towards the end of last season when we were doing a podcast about it and watching it every week. True. Twice. Like, that was confusingly handled at the time. By the end of last season, we had talked ourselves into Joe. Yeah, yeah, totally. I still... I harbor more goodwill for Joe than I do uh, any of the other men who are on that season. I simply have completely erased them all. Mm. You know, like I'm aware that they existed, but it is it is interesting to me. Like we often will come back from a break um, after not doing a podcast for a few months because we like take Christmas off and then suddenly it's hottest 100 season and like yada yada. Yeah. Um, and I will often come back and feel like I have forgotten things. Yeah. I remember things about like years gone past. Oh, yeah. You know, from from previously it, it just goes to show how completely unmemorable despite seemingly the only advantage of doing a season like that would be to be attention grabbing and create mm-hmm. some memorable moments of awkwardness or attention or whatever mm. none of that has stuck for me right exactly and maybe you know? that's maybe generously i'll say that's a, a condition of like covid and um you know feeling like we're living in a time warp during that time yeah which kind of maybe hasn't ended um, yeah but yeah it was just like I can't overstate how bad that season was. You can do the maths in such a way to see how it adds up to a bad season. Not right. only have you got COVID, you've got planned Bachelorette Shana Burgess mm. pulling out at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Now we need a big twist for TV. So instead we're doing sisters, except it turns out that neither of them are very dynamic television. Mm. So we'll need to find some men who are their type, except it turns out that their type is men who are also not very dynamic television. Yeah. And they're very deliberately trying not to uh, create any tension or weird situations about the fact that they're both sisters. Yeah, we can't do any like incesty kind of stuff. No. Um, We can't lean on very many, if any, of our regular tropes. I'm forgiving of the circumstances, but what I would like is for the show simply to learn Mm. from what went wrong and to invest in creating um, some really strong character arcs which is going to rely on casting i think the stakes are interesting for this season because last season felt like they had already it was like an obligation right like they had already uh lined up that there was going to be the bachelor and bachelorette Uh and they kind of had to do something and Mm -hmm. they scrapped something together Mm -hmm. and it wasn't all that good but they put the show on the air right it was like it's kind of like a fucking muppet show i mean obviously muppet show is very good yeah but like you know that feeling of like everything is kind of crumbling here and so they're you know but opposite to Muppet Show, this is a bad analogy. I shouldn't have introduced <laughs> the Muppet Show. I love the Muppet Show. Um, instead of doing what the Muppet Show does, which is embrace the chaos, this show just completely smoothed down all of the edges and created the most bland version of itself. Yeah, it was an incredibly soft-brained season. Right. But I think this season, yes, it is almost defiant of them to then... I mean, obviously it's not because it's a big machine and it is gar- guaranteed viewership We're not for punks. Yeah. plenty of people. But I'm like... Uh, it, in a way, it, they are making a statement in saying, we will be able to do another season this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, and so in making that statement, even if it's a bit of a gentle statement, uh-huh. um, there is a buy-in that is necessary, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we have to be like, um, you know, we are they, are they are asking for our trust once again. Right. It's a trust relationship that yeah. has been, I would say, ruptured a sure. little bit. 
And you can see it in the way that the ratings were so poor for Belly Belly's season. For belly season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Belly season was rough. Um, went belly up, didn't it? It did. Yeah. yeah. Um, and look, I am looking at this picture of The Bachelor. I am mm. knowing not too much about him. Right. And because I think somewhat that trust relationship has been damaged, mm. I'm not feeling that optimistic about The Bachelor based on the cover and the blurb. Mm. I feel like he's going to get the squeaky clean Channel 10 man without a personality treatment. Mm. They will use the fact that he was a pilot as his only personality trait. I this think. is it, right? And they will make a lot of jokes about like, oh, when I saw him, I thought I needed an oxygen mask. And <laughs> like, well, actually, they probably wouldn't do that because that seems a little inappropriate in 2021. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, there'll be a lot of like, you know... Um, Oh my goodness. When she said that to me, I felt like I needed a sick bag. <laughs> okay. There'll be a lot of like, oh, I'm going to put my flaps down and come in for land. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they may not say that either. <laughs> like, come to think oh about boy. It. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm optimistic that he has experience from his modeling life, like talking to the camera and from his job in a pilot talking to uh, an audience, a captive Going, audience. <laughs> well, that's good. He's good at rehearsing dialogue, which mm -hmm. is what The Bachelor has to do. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, but to me, this season is going to come down to the quality of the casting because I think that what we've learned is that unless he is exceptional mm. and... I reserve the right to change my mind about this, but I, sure. I don't. I don't know if he is. We haven't you know? been given very much. We've not been given very point. much. Yeah, it could even be like two weeks from now they'll release like some footage. Yeah, like, um, we'll be here in case that happens. Mm -mm. But for for right now, it's fun to speculate and it's fun to start thinking about like what it is that you know. Let's uh, we say pilot season as a joke, or like this is the the pilot episode or whatever. Yeah, but like let's say we got to weigh in on the types of people that maybe are going to come on this season or mm -hmm. the types of things that we would like to see in this season. Um, and I want to say that we, we are going to talk about like women and we're going to talk about like kinds of women hypothetically, I guess, well, in a somewhat dangerous <laughs> sort of way. I want to, okay. you know, top load this. Yeah. Okay. So look, yes, before we go any further, mm. um, we are going to be talking about introducing new character types. Right to the bachelor franchise and like i want to say that like yes i agree mm. reducing people to their particular character type is reductive yes it's also not super interesting it's I also think. not interesting but yeah. we are professional television executives maybe <laughs> and uh i think we're operating within a very strict set of boundaries you know we only have so much time to flush mm. out these characters and uh, God forbid that we invest any time uh, at all making them feel like fully formed right. human beings. And it's casting as well. So we're basically just going into people's Instagrams and saying like, hey, you look good enough to be on TV. Can you come 100%. in? And, and then we just hope that they look mean. Or right? Whatever, like you know? we need to establish a villain. We need to know who the clear winner is from the moment that they hit the red carpet. Sure. We need to know who are going to be enemies mm. and uh, ultimately have it boil over in, shall we say, like uh, an unseemly physical conflict and or pot plant related hijinks sure. i will never let it go yeah who yeah. has like weird backstory with one of the other contestants or maybe the batchy yeah um you know all these types of things we look for but but so what i want and what i truly wish for 2021 mm -hmm. is i need i need the show to throw a few more peppercorns at the scoville scale <laughs> okay right yeah, sure um 
because with the exception of Bachelor in Paradise, mm-hmm. which remains my favorite Bachelor product. Yeah, me too. Last year was boring. Yeah. Yep. So I want to start with you because mm-hmm. I think we are going to be so reliant on the casting process this year. If we are to um, take Channel 10 at their their past behavior and to say that um, they are want not to let any Bachelor or Bachelorette carry a series unless they are supreme quality of talent. Maddie yep. J, Angie, Sophie. Mm-hmm. We're going to need some new kinds of people to put in there because I, I, this is the other thing. I don't necessarily want everyone to be a, an aspiring model or actor. No, you know? I mean, you know, there's room for that. But obviously we've got eight previous seasons of Bachelor and, yeah. you know, whoever knows how many of, of uh, Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise that are yeah. mo- mostly formed around those types of people. This is the thing. Like, um, as much as, let's say, he was a turkey, <laughs> Waza was renegade casting. <laughs> sure, yeah. That's a good point. Waza is not the type like not the bachelor or bachelorette type. Right. You know what I mean? He is a, he is plucked from outside. And I think knowingly and with uh, probably some sense of like uh, archness or meanness towards mm-hmm. Waza was, you know, he probably wouldn't have been put on the show if they thought he was like a genuine fit. Sure. They cast him to be interesting, I think. Yep. Um, but, you know, it is a TV show. It is an entertainment product. And, uh, not many of these people are going to end up winning. God, you know that I mean? season was well cast. Yeah. Right? Totally. Like, so Angie's a fabulous bachelorette. Yeah. But we were able to lean on uh, Tim, mm-hmm. Kieran, mm-hmm. Jamie. Yeah. Carlin was also there. Yeah. Waza was there. So we had big early moments. Right. Big you know? characters. Not necessarily, we, we don't love every single one of them. No. Whatever, but people who would then go on to become important to the franchise, like yes. Jackson Garlic. Yeah. You know? Uh, that's I that I think is a is a an example of a really, really well cast season yeah. and what I would like to see the show return to. Right. By finding some more of those eccentricities mm. or finding more room within the established character archetypes to work within. Sure. Xavier, I'm gonna start with you. Yeah, okay. What have you got for me? So the first one that comes to my mind when I think about just like broadening, branching out, um, mm-hmm. doing something we don't see very often on television, and particularly something that we don't see very often anymore. Um, is I was thinking it would be a good idea if we had like a mime or a clown. Oh, I love this. I think like the ancient art of mime mm. has really been reduced to a bit of a punchline. Yeah, you're right. And, um, you know, particularly in recent years. And I also think that clowns um, have an unfair reputation as scary. Well, so this is this is interesting because what we're talking about here is what Stephen King did and what happened with mm. it in the late 1980s, sure. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I and feel the like wave of things that came after that. We've got like absolutely. poltergeist. We've yep. got um, at least one more thing that I can't think can't of. Can't sleep clown will eat me. Yep. 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 There are all of these, like it's a real turning point for clowns being seen as appreciable mm. versus, um, well, actually let's go back further because uh, wasn't the Sufjan guy. The John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, yeah, he was a clown. Yeah, it's yeah. true. His, um, the, I think there's there's some there's some inaccuracy about how he wasn't like dressed in clown makeup and luring kids over to his house and then killing them. No, 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 not at all. He was a children's he, performer. Right. Yeah. He was a children's performer, but like he wasn't performing for children when the murders took place or anything. Right, right. Not that I'm like speaking out in favor of him or whatever, <laughs> but like, you know. Um, yeah, we've come out as a pro John Wayne Gacy. Well, po- no, but I do want to come out as a pro clown podcast. All right. 
um, in the sense that you and I are sort of the modern day clowns. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Court jesters. <laughs> 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 There's a thing on TikTok at the moment where people are teaching each other how to do that noise. Oh. I just don't have the voice type for it. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. But I think I would really like to see like a rounded portrayal of a mime character. Okay. On TV in okay. 2021. And I think it would make for a really interesting dynamic with the Batchy. Uh-huh. Um, it would complicate things, I think, in an interesting way that you don't normally see. Mm-hmm. I think it would bring an extra level or dimension to their interactions with each other. Because will or will not the mime speak. Right. And also to their to camera interviews would also be very interesting. <laughs> That's where we've gotten to. Well, I mean, if you want to say that's where we've gotten to, it's a little reductive <laughs> to me because honestly, I think that's a good thing. Okay. Um, yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, look, more mind visibility. Um, yes. I will, I will never argue against more it. More visibility. Not not too much noise. <laughs> if mimes could keep it down in 2021. Yeah. Yeah. I'd you're happy. right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My first character archetype is mm-hmm. this. Rex Hunt. He's in his mid-50s, full of beer, multiple arrests. His jokes are inappropriate, bordering on very inappropriate. We have cast The Bachelor already. Yes. Yes. No, I'm aware. He just needs to be a contestant. Got it. Yeah, Yeah? He comes in, like, flinging around a giant trout. And this is the thing about Rex Hunt. You know all this about him, but Mm -hmm. when he holds up his gigantic trout and plays it like a banjo, he's (laughs) irresistible. Mm -hmm. And not just to me, to women. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you seen the movie What Women Want? Have I? Yeah, I um, hate it, actually. Yeah, <laughs> the fucking right. Mel Gibson movie. Yeah, right. And you get to the end and Mel Gibson's like, oh, this is what it is. And he puts on the TV and it's Rex Hunt playing the fish banjo singing la da dung 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 You recall. But the old banjo shark is the old Fitzgibbon fish. la da dung 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 Undeniably, they have to cast him. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Is he? She? She? He'd be free, right? I don't know what Rex Hunt would be doing um, if it is not hard time. Well, we had there was a lot in in Bachelor last year of uh, Zoom dates. True, you know, due to pandemic and that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. I think. If we learned anything from that season, it's that that really works mm. and, in fact, makes the show a lot better yes. to not have them in the same room at the same time. Okay. And so why not be able to hook him up with, like, a phone link or something? Um, from- hook him up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. On the net, you might say. Uh-huh. <laughs> you might say fell off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the power of clowns, I'm telling uh-huh. you. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's extremely good. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's also kind of the sad clown. Oh, that's true. If we want to go that way. That is true. I mean, based on what I imagine his life to be right now. Which yeah, I yeah, yeah. No Not on TV on. anymore. Right. Um, and like, it, it's much less, I would say it's much, much less sexy to catch a fish and kiss it mm. when, when there's not a camera. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He used to be Rex Hunt. Now he's X Hunt. Because oh. he's no longer <laughs> hunting fish, I guess. <laughs> Instead, he's. Hunting women who have done him wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. That feels like a separate show. It really does. Yeah, yeah let's dog the bounty hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Let's, um, let's move on. What oh do you God, got? What else? Dogged the bounty hunter. <laughs> um, the next one that I thought, um, I, if I'm being honest, I didn't think of anymore. <laughs> okay. But uh, the next one that, 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 that springs to my mind now is, um, what if there was, and we didn't know, mm. or maybe like, okay, all right, let me scrap that. Um, 
there is one person in the cast that is a robot. All right. That is like a animatronic, like, you know, sophisticated, you know, state of the art, um, high end technology robot. Uh huh. And the Bachelorette doesn't know which one it is. Okay. And okay, here's the pitch. All right. So the Bachelorette gets to end up with love if she picks one of the men who is not a robot. But Ooh. if she ends up picking the man and who, who is a robot, yes, everyone gets a million dollars. So I like that. Well, maybe not a million. I mean, Channel 10 doesn't like making this show. It'll probably be like 10 grand each or something. Mm-mm. But that means everyone is incentivized to behave like a robot. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Great. Okay. Yeah. So it's um it's uh the bot or not series. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, it yep. is a state-of-the-art robot. Yep. And people, I think, would underestimate how good this robot is. That's true, right? So this robot is actually capable of, like, you know, reproducing human speech and emotions. Okay. As we know they can do. We know that they can do that. Yeah. So, but everyone else will be like, beep, blorp, I'm a robot. And she would be like, I don't think they would do that. Mm-mm. So what happens when you put your tongue in, in her mouth? Or she puts her tongue in their mouth? All right. This may, may be like... 2023. Okay. We've when got it. Yeah. When they're just, chasing robot technology. Yeah. Is fully and leveled I, up. I, have, I have a follow up question on just the, the money side of things. Okay. Yeah. Is there a possibility to de incentivize if so, if she chooses an actual human, all mm-hmm. of the robots lose? Do they go into robo debt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The government scrapped the robo debt situation except for in the Bachelor Mansion. Yeah. When actual robots have to. Um, mm hmm. Maybe like their debt to society. Open up their It's little okay though, because and... they're like generating Bitcoin from the blockchain <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> if anyone's equipped to make money, it's yeah. probably the robots now. Now, my second choice was along a similar line. Interesting. Yes. Was it also a robot? It was not a robot, okay. but it was. Vision from WandaVision? Secret agent. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a similar thing. It's like some level of subterfuge, right? Yeah, right. Imagine this. You're the bachelor. Thanks. Oh my God. Oh, yep. this is so cool. I'm going to go on Good Morning Australia or whatever. Today show. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that the dream? <laughs> I don't know, but it really is. What, well, I mean, okay, side sidebar. What do yeah. you get to do if you're The Bachelor? Because it is like an honorific title that hypothetically is yours for the whole year. Right. right. So if you make a public appearance or whatever, you are doing so as The Bachelor. Right. What do you get? Like, what's part of the package deal? Formula One Grand Prix. I think that's true. You know, like you, you get to... You probably get a lot of tickets to stuff. I'd say so as well. Yeah. Um, like if there's a grand sporting grand final, yeah. you definitely get to go to that. Which is odd. I mean, obviously they're always sport type people. Yeah. But like there's no actual connection between Bachelor and Sports. No, not really. No. Um, except like for the you honey should badger. get tickets to like, you know, movie or like at you least... get Hoyt's gold glass. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, you should get the the like premium wide leather seats mm-hmm. with the like pushback and you know, you push a button and your seat goes back. Legitimately, I think that will be a date. This year. You reckon? I think that there booked will be a, a movie spawn con. Uh, we've booked out a movie theater at Hoyts or whatever mm-hmm. it happens to be. Just for the two of and us. And you've got the beautiful seats. And it's COVID, so no one's really going to the movies. Right. So this is a whole new experience for you. But instead of watching one of Hollywood's great motion picture releases from late 2020, yep. which is fucking Sonic the Hedgehog, such as fucking Sia's music, mm-hmm. um, it will be a movie that is of previous batchy winners being like, hey guys, here's some tips on being in love. Oh my God. And then they burst out from behind the curtain. Yeah. Yep. I hate it, but Mm. it will happen. So you've got your prospective group of aspiring 
influences and models and you're sitting down with the final one to come for a chat on the first night. Mm -hmm. And what do you do for a living, you say? And that's when Xavi, she looks you dead in the eyes and she says this. I'm not at liberty to say. <laughs> that's classified. That's hot, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah? That's true. There's no one I want to keep around more than that. Right? Yeah. You, it's that playing hard to get thing taken to the ultimate degree. You are on one of those um, classic rappelling down the side of a building dates, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Very boring. No chance for happens you to every get season. to know. Happens every season. She's not only scaled the building before you've stepped off the side. Mm. She's also foiled a terrorist plot and solved global warming while she was waiting for you at the bottom. Yeah, and she's come back up as she's well. <laughs> Secret agent. Yeah, that's really good. Okay. That's really good. Yeah. Maybe like her, her, she, she's, no, I'm trying to make it a very complicated Mission Impossible for reference. I'm not going to bother. Great. Yeah. Here's, um, here's the next one. The ghost of former Australian Prime Minister Harold Holt. That's good. But I, it's interesting that you say the ghost. Well, because he's been missing for a long time. He has been. But I think he's just chilling. Okay. Yeah. You think that there's some sort of um, submarine situation at the bottom of the ocean? Well, where did he... Oh, I'm sorry, not where. Obviously, we all know where. But when did he disappear? 1967. 1967, I believe. Seven. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. He's just chilling. Okay, cool. He's on some cool island eating coconuts. You've seen Castaway, right? I have seen Castaway. You have seen Castaway? I have. I'm putting that on my list of movies you've seen. I have. I yeah. have seen Castaway. So, you know, Tom Hanks was on that island for a little while. Yep. He's cool. Was it 50 years that he was on that island? 55 years that he was on that island? Possibly not. Mm -hmm. Who can say? I don't remember. Let's assume mm -hmm. at this point mm -hmm. that Harold Holt is not missing, but instead he has crossed over into the spirit realm. Sure. Okay. Go we surreal. had the Halloween date last year. Mmm. Do you remember how bemused episode guest Joseph Earp was <laughs> with all of our spooky delights? That's true. Yeah, that was a highlight for me of last season. Increasingly bemused yeah. as we continued through the episode. Perhaps even befuddled. Yes. Yeah. Unhappy, borderline. Yeah, distressed. <laughs> <laughs> he has outright refused to appear on any episode of the podcast that we've recorded since then. Yeah, I know. Very rude. All one of them. <laughs> <laughs> How much fun would it be mm. if there was an actual poltergeist? True. Haunting the halls. You could do so many things with the ghost movie. Mm. You could do, like, they try to do that every year anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They mm -hmm. throw them into a pottery studio. Here's something to think as well, uh -huh. is that we've got a pilot as the main guy. Oh, So we could have some, like, Final Destination stuff happening. Yeah. Where it's like the inevitability of death is coming for everyone who survived his last flight. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. I wonder if he knows when his last flight was. Oh, yeah. I don't know. In fact... So this segues into something I was just thinking about, and I'm sorry Please. to move on from no, 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 from no, no. Holt, it's Ghost Harold Holt is um, you know, uh, he he's he's in the past. Well, I mean, that may be true. Yeah, I was thinking that this is almost guaranteed to happen. Is someone who is very afraid of flying? Oh yeah, will will be on the show. Absolutely. But I think I I just escalated it when we were talking about that to somebody who was on one of his flights and it went bad. Oh, that's great. you know what I mean. Like yeah, someone yeah. who was afraid of flying. Because of him. Oh, the, and the landing was bumpy or something. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it doesn't, like, obviously, we're not going to defame the guy. I'm sure he's a perfectly good pilot. And they wouldn't take a step that makes him seem like he isn't. Yeah. But if someone who had a fear of heights yeah. or a fear of flying was on one of his flights 
and it had the same things that often happen in many flights. Like there's some turbulence. We're having some turbulence landing. in the relationship. Right, yeah. exactly. Well, they're going to fucking say that for sure. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, someone who legitimately had a panic moment or, you know, yeah. um, maybe even they can trace back their, um, their fear of flying to an experience on one of his flights and they have to work that out as as part of the process of oh, building yeah, their overcome relationship. the trauma. Because there is real feeling there. Oh, definitely. Um, of and, distress and hatred. Well, yeah, it's both. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, yeah. there's passion and love and there's also, um, you know, this sense of distrust or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. If this guy is a pilot and, yeah. like, you know, maybe he's not employed right now due to circumstances outside of his control, but mm. I imagine that's something he'd want to get back into. It's pretty hard to, like, retrain. Right. You know what I mean? For anybody, let alone someone who's spent a lot of time becoming a pilot. Um you know, he he then becomes a pilot. He has to fly a lot for work, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, presumably one of the perks of being a pilot is you get free air travel, right? Yes. So one would think that his partner would have to come, kind of come along for the ride. I wonder if they're going to cast an air hostess. Oh. I wonder. I wonder. Because, like, I would have to assume, and I don't have any reason for having to assume this, but I would think that within the air travel workers community, mm. there's a bit of a faux pas. It's almost like um, I sense that there is there is some level of expectation that all doctors and like all male doctors and all female nurses are sleeping with each other. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, I feel yeah. like and the other way around. Yes, of yeah. course. Yeah, but I feel like there there is there is a misguided, um, lazy. Um, uh, not to call you lazy, but I, I feel like it, there's a there's a level to which people assume that. Oh yeah, um, definitely. And uh, would they want to reinforce that narrative? I don't think so. Although also it is the kind of like it's neat and convenient sort yeah. of storytelling that The Bachelor does enjoy. Oops, we know each other from Newcastle. Oops, we've had sex. Ah. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. Oops, we fucking flew on the same flight together. Yeah, yeah, Oops. yeah. Where we both know where they keep the fucking sandwiches in the A320. Right, like, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um oops, we both have the same level of um uh, access to the Virgin Lounge or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Which they, if you're a yeah. pilot, you would have pretty good access, I would imagine. Are we going to get uh mile high references? A thousand percent. Although it's so G-rated. Like they don't like to talk about sex. They on the don't. Show. This is the thing. I was thinking about it mm. and I was like, well, clearly this is going to happen. But instead what I think is going to happen is that I will set the over under at, let's say there are- The overhead, under, uh, the overhead, the overhead compartment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone a bit over overhead my compartment. <laughs> yeah. um, the, the over under is, let's say there are 14 dates and mm-hmm. I will say at least five of them will take place in the air. Yeah, yeah. They will be jumping out of a plane. We are skydiving for fucking yeah. sure. And he'll be like, normally I'm sitting in the pilot seat, so this is a first for me. Yeah, Whoa. yeah, yeah. This is um, suboptimal if you're in my profession. Yeah, normally this is the last thing you would like to happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We did train for this, but I never thought I'd have to actually do it. <laughs> this is actual dialogue from this season. Yeah. Look, we're going to look back at this and feel prophetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or pathetic. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, a little cold, man. A little <laughs> so have we solved casting? Well, look, I think we have raised some things that I would hope that they um, keep in mind. Yes. Uh, I know that shooting begins like this week, so it may be a little late for them That's to take right. our advice. But, you well, know, you can at least help with the men. Yes, exactly. Do yeah. you know what I would like to see? What's that? A little bit of a gender flip mm-hmm. on 
the idea that like we've cast Kira before. Mm-hmm. We cast Laura last season, mm-hmm. both of whom uh, cast as women who are sort of like, nah, don't want to. Yeah. You know, yeah. which I think is a really fun archetype. Sure. Give me that in a man. That's true. I don't think we've ever really had that in a man. There've been men who are um, clearly not, actually there to participate but for very different reasons right and they always get cast as like insidious yeah you know what i mean like yeah. give me someone who in the fun way is like right no because i think that's stupid there are often men i'm trying to remember there was like a guy who was clearly very like chauvinistic and like was talking about his business a lot or something he lost like one or two episodes i think maybe last year maybe last the year, before. year oh pascal yeah 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 um it's typically it's weirdly a typecast thing of like it's a um, a european but not white like dude who wears a suit and like wears all black and red and like comes in and he's like you know yeah of course i'm going to end up with you know yeah true 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 um which that's that's one thing that i think is somewhat damaging and it's also kind of just boring at this point Mm. but yeah you're right like there there isn't that much space for a male villain who is not just like um a terrible sexist pig or um, a violent, brutish sort of like anger problems. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, there. I mean, I don't know if I even need them to be a villain, but just like no. someone who is there for entertainment's sake, who will not end up with the main person, but who has more of their own like fun, more of their thing going on. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Like you don't have to be an asshole, and mm. we lean too heavily, I think, into casting assholes, right? Because I think they want they. I mean, part of it is like there needs to be a villain. On episode one. There need to be people who are going to fucking fight. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I think there is a temptation to get someone that we immediately clock with like maybe two, three lines of dialogue. You're like, that, I hate you. That we hate. Yeah. yeah. Totally. But I think some of the more interesting nuances in people come out later in the show, obviously. I agree. So I would like some middle ground, I guess. Yeah. I mean, even like Sagan ended up being a very fleshed out woman on right. what turned out to be, I think, another very good season. Um, yeah. Even though... Let's say that pilot, pilot Matt. What was he? Astrophysicist Matt wasn't yeah. much chop. No, the the women on that season. Yeah, made it. Made it. Yeah, you know, and and made it compelling. If mm. you think about like the people who have again become important to lore, like Eleanor, Abby obviously now is too famous for the show. Yeah. Um, you know, not in any kind of disparaging way. She no. just no, she is outshone and outgrown it. Yeah, you know, fuck yeah, she's a celebrity. Yes, and get her out of here. <laughs> yeah. Um even Sagan, as I was saying, is a fleshed out character who mm. didn't have a villain arc, quote unquote, until halfway through the show. Right. You know, yeah. the same thing happened when they turned Ellie into uh, that same kind of character mm. toward mm. the end. This is what happens when you cast well. Yeah. Yeah. So with our tips. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got a guaranteed success on our hands. We, I think we have a huge hit on our hands. They are looking for men right now. And please, if you are a man, uh, and you or if you know a man, mm-hmm. reach out to your nearest man. Reach out to they, your, they please. Prob- they may need your help. Reach out to your nearest available man. Yeah, and encourage them to apply. And mm. the reason that I say this is not because I think that it will be particularly good for them. Mm. But because it will be really good for me. It'll be good for us. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly like And that means that it's good for you too. Yeah, exactly. Well, like if you're listening to this show, you are clearly invested. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're probably our type of person, I mm. would say. It's not it's not a big leap to say that. Hell yeah. If you made it to this point in the episode. Yep. Uh we love you very much. So send your mate. Yep. Unless they're kind of shit. 
even if they're a bit shit, but in yeah. a good way. No, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. As long as we're not like too um, touchy-feely, as long as our values aren't too out of whack, mm. we can deal with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it turns out that Kieran, maybe not that nice of a guy, but the mm. show played with it in a really fun yes, way. Yes, that's true. Yeah. You don't have to be an angel to go on the show. Nope. No. In fact, um, there never really has been. That's it. You know, be an angel with a dirty face. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So so here's the plan from here on in. Yes. Um, there will likely be a pretty slow drip feed of information over the next little while. We might learn who the Bachelorette or Bachelorettes are. Could be. Yes. I don't know. They might not announce it till after Batchy. Mm. They typically announce it ahead of time. Though. I think so. Um, but in the time between now and the new season, we're going to do a few more apps. Yeah. They'll be a little bit like this. They'll be pretty loosey-goosey. We're going to have a very strict idea of, um, uh, you know, we're going to try and come up with topics. Um, and we're also going to do a couple of little special bonies. Yeah. Um, which are... Tangentially related. Yeah, we're going to have tangentially related Batchy bonus episodes for yes. you. Exploring uh, the extended Bachelor universe. You can look for the first one of these to drop in, let's say, the next week or so. Yeah. Um, with our friend Spencer Fox from the band Charlie Bliss. Yeah. So, yeah, we're bringing Spencer on and uh, we'll tell you what, you, what we what we talk about when we talk about it's it. It's more fun for you to not know right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we're going to keep doing some of these. If you have any ideas for, like, oh, fuck types yeah. of podcasts you like to hear... Um, let us know. Yeah, where can they go, Zave? Well, I'm so glad you asked because we actually did come here to make friends. Mm. It's been over three months since mm -hmm. I made any friends. <laughs> Has it been three months? I'd say it's been something about. Wait, that. it's it was probably late Nov that oh we were out. Yeah. yeah, we've been bad to you. I'm sorry, listeners. Yeah, you can find us on social media at boh pod. Um, you can also find us at the Bachelor of Hearts Osh Posting group on Facebook, a community that I'm hoping will become very active again <laughs> uh, now that we have some reasons to post in it. Um, we always have a really great time on there. Um, you can also find me at Xavier RN on social media. Um, and you can find me on Twitch as well. I mentioned before I'm streaming there like three times a week. Uh, come hang out. It's fun. Yeah. It's not Bachelor related, but we're having a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can find me uh, on the internet at Max Quinn, wherever you are. Listeners, hey, we got to go. We love you. Very busy. We love you. Lots on. Goodbye. Goodbye. Moment.